Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Driving Mall Show. Hi, I'm Paul and I'll be your host today uh, on, what are we, Monday the 1st of August. That's right. Um, we are heading towards the Rugby Championship. So with both the games... Um, to this uh, over in Africa and South America. It's a time to set your alarm clocks for this weekend. We'll have a chat um, about those games. Um, we'll also have a chat about the whole All Blacks New Zealand rugby situation, obviously with Foster, Robin, Robertson and Robinson, um, both uh, having uh, talked um, during the week. We'll also bring you up to speed with the RFU and their decision around trans athletes as well and play in the game as we talked about that last weekend that there was recommend sorry, last week there's a recommendation now there's been a vote so I'll have a quick chat about that when we get into that one in too much detail and um, we'll also have a look at the Farrah Palmer Cup the MPC uh, uh, Bunnings MPC and also uh, the uh, um, club rugby as well so lots and lots of stuff to um, talk about so let's crack open a beer there we go for those on the podcast you can hear it for those of you um, who are watching live, you can see me pouring it um, right now. Um, there we go into the old glass and uh, not too much ahead in it um, tonight um, on, on that one. Um, so, uh, yeah, don't forget you can listen to us on YouTube, Facebook and also you can watch us live on YouTube, Facebook and um, Twitter. Uh, if you want to comment, you have to be on Facebook and uh, YouTube. So come along, uh, comment there and join in the chat. Simon's already joined us. Good evening, Simon. Um, great to um, have you here um, on this one. Uh, and uh, talking something about how the uh, European, um, the Europe, European Championship is going to expand from six teams to eight teams, with Poland and Germany um, being added into there. Obviously, Russia at the moment um, has been... Uh, uh, excluded from that one. LB from over in South Africa asking, have I got any guests tonight? And no, sorry, I don't have any guests this evening. People being a uh, all a bit um, uh, busy. So it will be a solo show this uh, um, this evening for, uh, yeah, for this one. Um, the final place, also join games. Join me at Driving More on Twitter to chat about games. If you want to talk to me during games, uh, that's where I watch them. But that, that's why I'm online. Twitter's my thing, not Instagram, folks. Um, 
And finally, if you can also listen to the podcast, uh, if you want to listen to us while you're doing your gardening, washing up or hoovering around the house, you can do that as well. Just search for New Zealand Sports Radio on your favourite podcatcher. Um, so there you go, folks. That's how you can uh, get in touch with us. Oh, yeah. And also, if you get on Wednesday evenings, we'll have at 8 p.m. Um, the uh, standoff show is our NRL um, show. And uh, boy, oh, boy, there are a couple of big results at the uh, weekend with the uh, Panthers going down and the Tigers winning. So don't forget to join the boys um, on Wednesday evening for that one. Um, so let's kick off and uh, let's just cover off on that RFU um, decision. Um, so the council had a vote um, and 33 in favour, 26 against and to abstaining um, to uh, follow up on their recommendation um, around the um, uh, around the banning of trans uh, women um, from playing a rugby in England. Um, I'll submit 33 to 26, only a majority of seven um, there, which is uh, less than um, less than I expected when you got a recommendation like that. I thought it would be bigger than that. Uh, I thought they would follow the recommendation, but clearly um, uh, it's more split than, than than I expected. Look, as I said last week, that I think that worked uh, that it felt like to me they were trying to solve a problem that didn't really exist. And when you think there are eight, uh, what's come out now is that there are eight thousand uh, registered women players in England, um, and this will stop seven of them. Um, from playing uh, rugby, so yeah, really does feel like um, that. So, yeah, that, that uh, rugby has got wrapped up in part of the culture wars uh, that is going on, rather than necessarily this being an issue of um, safety and fairness uh, and competitiveness that really needed to be answered. When you're talking about seven players out of eight thousand, of those seven, as far as I'm aware, none of them are playing at uh, in high performance environment. Environments are all playing club uh, community rugby. Um, which is, let's be honest, more about participation than it is um, about um, than it is about winning and losing and the competitiveness um, at that level. So, yeah, um, not, not 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 a great day from my point of view for for rugby. But hey, um, it is what it is, and no doubt with a vote that's so close with only seven difference, um, I can see this one rumbling on. And uh, yeah, will be definitely uh, this will get revisited, I'm sure, um, over the the uh, coming years. On that one, so um, so there we go. That's what's uh, that, that's how that one um, has panned out. As I say, I doubt it'll. I doubt that's the the final word on that one. And we'll re revisit it as it gets revisited um, over time. Um, so uh, an area that hasn't, or well, that, that has had plenty of talk from the um, uh, from the. Um, uh, what do you what? what uh, uh, yeah, Robbie Dales, uh, you're going to get the rugby league host to talk union with me? No, I'm not. Just yes, I, def I did join the rugby league show last week uh, because Richie couldn't turn up, so I, I, perhaps I should have tried to drag um, uh, drag one of them on to talk union. But no, I'm not going to drag him on to do that. Um, so yes, uh, uh, New Zealand rugby managed to um, uh, stay uh, quiet. Um, during uh, as usual, but eventually um, came out and talked um, at the weekend um, with Robinson, uh, having a chat on uh, news uh, news talk ZB. Now I didn't actually listen to this one, but I've sort of read um, about it in a, a number of places. Um, and uh, interestingly enough, I mean, one of the things he says um, uh, at uh, uh, the um, the uh, end there um, was that. Um, uh, uh, yeah, look, it was, was that uh, clearly issues of um, of the last performance around communication were not uh, weren't good enough. And we had conversations about those internally. Uh, it's not the kind of organisation we want to be in terms of the way we front for our public 
uh, we've got to do better there. Um, we've signalled, we've signalled we think we should front around these things. I know Ian came out very strong at, strongly at the end of the week, acknowledging we want to front at times like this. Well, oh, dearing me. Yes, um, yes, <laughs> Ian Foster came out at the end of the week. He came out at the end of the week because he had to name a team. That's why he came out at the end of the week. Um, and uh, and you rolled him out and uh, you uh, let him take the full flack of the media and uh, didn't involve yourself and come out in support of him at all. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, and then um, when uh, Hansen was having a chat, you got an email going around saying, yeah, we're going to stay silent. It's the best way to deal with this. So clearly this idea of um, we, <laughs> we've got to do better there uh, really it sounds like it's lots of talk and um, zero action uh, from um, uh, from Robinson um, on that one. Um, let's be honest. He refused to uh, support um, Foster all the way through the World Cup and said that he is the right person um, to lead the team South Africa. Um, and uh, we've got to make sure we're, um, we've got everything possible in the way of resourcing uh, and support um, to make sure that is successful, um, which clearly means that uh, essentially if uh, Foster goes to South Africa and doesn't win at least one of those games, um, then he's going to get kicked out. So uh, nice one there. Um, Robinson, uh, don't if you've managed to um, heap even more pressure on the uh, poor guy uh, and um, the All Blacks on that one. Now, do I think Ian Foster should be there? No, I don't think he probably should 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 uh, should, should be moved aside. But um, let's just be uh, clear here that his bosses are not helping him uh, in the public domain um, at all uh, on this one. Um, let's be honest; uh, it's been very very poor. Um, uh, management by them uh, on this one. Um, part of that then has uh, now eventually um, sort of bubbled up uh, into um, the Northern Hemisphere. Obviously, with Ireland coming down here for uh, the tour and win winning that tour, clearly they were going to be uh, sort of interested in um, the um, uh, the uh, in, in the outcome um, from um, that. Uh, uh, from that one. Uh, LB, then, like that. So, what I've seen on social media, the majority of fans don't want Foster. Doesn't that come into account when selecting the coach? No, it doesn't, uh, really. What comes into account is who the um, who the union think is the best person to lead the team, uh, and both, I guess, from a commercial sense and also from a, uh, a, a playing high performance sense, uh, but also who they can afford um, as well. Um, so, um, so, on that one, um, Yes, it does. Uh, it, it is a bit of a case. Uh, it, it, it comes in from a, for a financial point of view that you're going to sell less jerseys if the fans aren't happy. Uh, but it isn't really a direct one for that. Um, and making decisions via uh, Twitter is not always the best way of doing it, to be honest. Um, Simon Hughes, strange, strange. I have to support your former guest, Dave Muffet, uh, on his position on Robertson. Um, but I feel very uncomfortable supporting Muffet. Um, yeah, so do I, to be honest with you. It was great having him on. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, sure I always agree, I agree with all of his views uh, on these um, on these things, and also the structure of his rugby that he that he came up with. Yeah, I'm not a, um, whilst I say I agree with some of the, the idea, but not um, some of the uh, uh, perhaps not some of the execution um, on some of that stuff. Um, so anyway, uh, actually, it, it managed to um, bubble up then into the consciousness of uh, Northern Hemisphere, or at least in Ireland, um, that uh, things aren't happy down here in the uh, land of the long white cloud uh, and hence they got they uh, the irish times commissioned a piece by uh, matt williams uh, who is uh, um, uh, an aussie uh, who has um, uh, been in international coaching uh, and he sort of walks through 
um, some of the mess that has been Sanzar um, about how basically it was super rugby was set up and was, was, was really was the most competitive competition. And then basically in fighting and personal interest between the, the three groups, i.e. Uh, having uh, expanding all those South African franchises, also putting a team, extra team in Australia. Did they really need one at that time? Um, or two extra teams in Australia. Um, I mean, my brothers haven't been successful, let's be blunt. Uh, the the botched um, expansion up into Japan in particular, but also into uh, Argentina then has had to, uh, the, I mean, Argentina made the final, so it's much less of a botched one there. Um, and the self-interest basically messed up um, that one. Um, so yes, it's all a bit of um, uh, a bit, bit, bit of a mess um, f- historically from that. Um, LB says, Love that Aussie guy hates New Zealand. Um, maybe, um, uh, maybe, uh, maybe he did. Um, uh, what I'm saying is, it's not. Uh, so I'm, see, he does explain that the background that it's not just New Zealand um, that's led to where we are now. It's, it was also the messing up of the way that uh, um, South African Rugby Union and uh, Rugby Australia. Uh, didn't uh, were also involved in the way that where we ended up with Super Rugby. Sure, um, the uh, the straw that broke the camel's back was using rugby, um, and uh, and they they sort of killed it uh, during COVID. But let's be honest, it had been a bit of a walking zombie um, before that, and that all the unions had had a hand in making it that um, into that place. Uh, at uh, let's um, let's be, um, be be honest. Um, and uh, yeah, now obviously New Zealand rugby um, has obviously we've, we've talked before about the relationship with Australia. Um, Ian Hansen came, uh, Steve Hansen, sorry, not Ian, uh, came out. Uh, Steve Hansen talked about how the relationship between the rugby, the NRU, uh, the NZ rugby, and the players was at its worst ever. Um, now I'm not sure that he was always. I'm not sure I agree with everything that he said in his piece. Um, some of the bits that I mean, he led to the downfall. Uh, or, or was let or the, or the your backs were on a downward slope and draw his last couple of years. You managed to forget that. Um, the uh, and uh, he was also part of the high performance setup that saw uh, the under twenties not performing great as well. So look, he he is hardly blameless when he uh, when he when he came out. Uh, and um, Robinson did make the point that yeah, he was looking after his mate Ian Foster. Absolutely, he was. Um, so that's uh, that, that 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 piece is all going. But it, I guess. My main point about that piece in the Irish Times is that uh, that Europe is probably is, is is probably aware now, or more aware now as to what's go, as to the situation down here, in particularly New Zealand, but also um, Southern Hemisphere. Full stop. More that more so uh, than they probably were, um, than they probably have been for a while. And this is what was again quite a few people have been unhappy with in how New Zealand rugby have been doing things for quite a while now. Uh, that wasn't necessarily seen overseas. Um, I think that now is perhaps being, so I guess that's interesting now that that's actually probably being seen um, over there uh, for what, what, what one, one of the sort of first um, times um, on that one. Um, the uh, It does also feel a bit like the, um, uh, what's we're looking for, the, that's uh, a bit of a, p- a pylon on to New Zealand rugby now. Um, and I think that's probably also why they've decided, yeah, let's try not say as much as we can, even if they sort of always publicly say, oh, we want to talk to people. Um, but um, the, uh, as Elby said, I don't think the Southern Hemisphere uh, is uh, in a bad place, a bit of a reaction, I think. Um, I don't think it's in a great place, but I agree with you. I think there, there is currently now a, um, a bit of an overreaction um, to, to all of this. Um, 
And there's a whole bunch of people who, let's be honest, have been probably scared or afraid to put the boot in or to say or to, or to say anything negative about New Zealand rugby for fear of losing their media pass, um, but now feel like at the time they can put the boot in and so hence are doing so. So yes, it is an overreaction, um, but I still think that uh, things are not rosy um, and stuff needs to uh, um, needs to improve. I also um, don't think that um, uh, the European setup uh, is um, is all that great either, uh, and uh, does is 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 messed up and um, uh, and needs rectifying. But hey, um, I never got around to making that piece of uh, rugby wastes a um, rugby, rugby wastes a crisis. But the opportunity to fix things was during the COVID, uh, and um, nothing much was really happened in well, Europe's the exact same as it was before, um, except. Um, they brought South African teams in. Uh, that hasn't, and that's uh, and that's more because of them leaving Super Rugby than it is because proactively they were trying to make a, a change for positive um, in Europe. Um, so, yeah, a little sort of rant um, about uh, that uh, about about Robinson's chat. Um, yeah, bit of a not great, not much better. I think I say. Um, people up north more aware of what's going on um it was interesting to um, see um jeff wilson um criticizing uh, scott robertson um or razor for saying hey i'd like to um win the rugby world cup but with two team countries not just with one um boy that would be um i guess uh, that, that that would make him unique um let's be uh, um let's be honest on that one uh, and how that was actually heaping more pressure onto New Zealand rugby and onto um, Ian Foster. Well, yes, and sure, um, Razor is a New Zealand rugby um, employee, even though he does work with the Crusaders. He's paid, he's paid well, he'll be one of the two coaches uh, that's paid by New Zealand rugby to work for the Crusaders. Um, but look, it's not his, his job isn't to make life easy for New Zealand rugby. Uh, and uh, let's be honest, the way he's been treated, he feels like he's been dicked around. Um, sorry for the language there, folks. Um, and therefore, yeah, he is going to make comments. He is, he is not going to be predisposed to being nice um, around these sort of things. Apparently, um, uh, he was given he was apparently given the opportunity to to uh, coach the uh, um, All Black Fifteen team, which is the, uh, the 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 B side that's going to that's going to play um, games this um, November window, but chose instead to do the Barbarians um, with his mate Ronan Nagara. Um, so clearly that relationship between Razor and New Zealand Rugby uh, is not in a great place, let's be honest. Um, the the way that things have happened over this last week and the way that Joe Smith has uh, uh, is being, being talked about um, by New Zealand Rugby, um, even though Foster said he is not involved um, with, them, uh, with the side, uh, you've got to say that... Um, uh, well, I know what I've got to say, but it does kind of start to feel like the New Zealand rugby is lining up Schmidt, Joe Schmidt, to be that Ian Foster replacement rather than um, Scott Robertson. Um, so um, there you go. That's how it feels like. I, I mean, it, there'll be absolute uproar if uh, if Ray, if Razor doesn't get the All Blacks in 2023 or earlier. Um, but uh, as I say, at the moment, it looks like New Zealand rugby might be leaning towards uh, a safer pair of hands. Um, on 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, uh, in, uh, in Joe Smith, then um, in um, uh, then, then looking at Razor. So um, we'll see. Uh, on, on that one. LB says uh, Joe Smith doesn't want to coach anymore, though. Uh, I've heard otherwise recently um, that um, uh, that actually, uh, yeah, he's ready now to step back into uh, All Blacks coaching. So we'll just have to wait and see um, whether or not Joe Smith does or doesn't um, step back into uh, that kind of role. Look, he has, I, I thought he didn't want to do the travelling side of things, um, but um, Let's just wait and see uh, how that one pans out. I think it's become more of an op- more of a uh, more more possible over the last month or so than um, than it was previously um, on that one. Um, and uh, so, yeah, someone I agree with you about Joe Smith. About, yeah, I, that was the understanding around around travelling while his son's medical due to his, with his son's medical condition. I say I think his his opinion that that has changed somewhat. Um, uh, someone also says look, that, that um, Razor needs international experience. I'm not. I don't necessarily agree with that one. Um, yes, it's different, but I don't think he necessarily needs so ex- uh, international experience. Look, he's proven he is a coach that uh, can um, peak for certain games, which is what like, like he did for the final this year. Um, even though we thought that the uh, Crusaders weren't performing as well this year, this season, um, and uh, and it definitely has a way of motivating players. Uh, on that one as well. So, um, yeah, I'm not so sure that Raisin has to have uh, international experience. Look, at some point, you've uh, got to get your first international experience. Um, so I don't see why it, it couldn't be with um, uh, with the All Blacks um, on that one. And you're quite right. It is different um, to, um, uh, to that sort of thing. Uh, Razor has an international experience as an assistant, right? And I don't believe so. Um, he's, had a, he's run the under-20s. I don't believe he's been an assistant of an international team. Um, the and I guess also, so one of the things is, uh, if you look at how the um, international rugby is, 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 is up in up north, um, where you have the November window mid-season, the Six Nations mid-season, then the uh, July window post-season, is that um, you are getting players, giving them back to the clubs, getting players, giving them back to the clubs, uh, and it's broken up the way the clubs have the players on the whole. Down south in New Zealand, it's different. Um, the Super Rugby sides have the players from kind of, <coughs> well, um, the non-internationals from December through till the um, end of June, um, but the international players basically from February through till June, and then the All Blacks coach has them from 
um, July uh, to the end of November. So he has a five-month block with the international players, uh, which is different uh, to how um, the uh, there's different how to how the uh, the, the, the Northern Hemisphere international coaching is. So they are different uh, so yeah, It is more like a club in the fact that you have them for that solid five months um, down south, uh, sort of in Australia and New Zealand. Not so much in South Africa anymore. Um, so it is different from that. It, 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 so it is similar in that kind of view. And it's different, I think, managing a, um, a Southern Hemisphere, an Australian-New Zealand international team uh, and a Six Nations um, international um, team um, from that point of view. Um, so, uh, so yes, that's where all of that um, kind of stands. This weekend, then, the, um, the Rugby Championship does uh, kick off um, with the two games. First off, at 3 a.m. on Sunday morning, we have South Africa versus New Zealand. And that's followed up at 7 a.m. or 10 past 7 a.m. Uh, for Argentina um, versus Australia. Uh, so two cracking games there. An hour break between the two of them. So, yeah, makes getting up and watching those two uh, going to be a challenge. Um, let's um, uh, be honest um, with that, though. Um, so um, so looking at um, uh, at, uh, uh, at that, I mean, the... One of the things about the Springboks versus the All Blacks is it's going to be in, and I'm sorry about the pronunciation of this one, folks, um, Umbella uh, Stadium in uh, Nelspruit, if I'm uh, um, around uh, that one. Now, not a stadium that uh, we would be, we're kind of used to uh, the uh, Springboks playing in, especially in such a big game as against um, the All Blacks. Now, why are they playing all in, in this new stadium. Well, this stadium is all the way over, or this city is all the way over near Kruger National Park. Um, and if you watched our um, All Blacks, uh, I think it was a, uh, uh, supporters only, but um, pardon me, I got John on, who is South African, and we went through the uh, original Lions tour itinerary and, and where they were traveling. Uh, Nelspricht uh, is LB's uh, for the pronunciation there. Thank you, sir. Hopefully that's not uh, too far off. Um, uh, it went through original um, lines tour. The original lines tour itinerary um, came to this uh, stadium. Why? Well, you've got all those for up to fifty thousand um, lions touring fans who would go off and then go on safari into um, the uh, Kruger National Park. Now, some says that's where the uh, Curry Cup Pumas play. Yes, it is. So there isn't a super. They don't get super games out here. Um, so the reason I think they're out here is because they were promised or they were going to have a Lions, a Lions tour game, but because obviously that stopped due to COVID and uh, they centralised where the Lions games were being played, uh, the um, South Africa A was supposed to play uh, the, the Lions uh, in the stadium. That is why I'm guessing that they have been given a, um, well, they've been given an All Blacks test or rugby championship test this time around is to make up for the loss um, of that um Lions test is my is my guess, folks. I'm not let's I'm not an expert on South African rugby, but um, that's my guess as to why that uh, is over there and why we're going to see a, a new stadium, a different stadium, when we watch the game in the early hours of Sunday morning. Um, uh, Simon says from memory he thinks Argentina played a few years ago. Well, thank you, and that wasn't uh, uh, hadn't, hadn't realised that uh, had happened. Um, 
And then uh, Argentina playing Australia in um, Mendoza, obviously a regular um, venue for that one. Clearly, look, the All Blacks, uh, I think, as I mentioned there, if Foster loses both these games in South Africa, he loses his job. Um, uh, and so um, that is a game that the All Blacks must be targeting and must be looking to win. Uh, clearly coming off the back of losing two games to the um, to Ireland, uh, the uh, Springboks coming off the back of a uh, two-to-one uh, two um, winning series against Wales. Um, they'll be uh, obviously world champions, yada, yada, yada. They'll be um, looking at uh, trying to win that one. I see All Blacks at their lowest ever um, world ranking position um, as well. So um, massive, massive game from the All Blacks point of view. It's always a big game for the Springboks, but it's not as important for them. Um, let, let's be honest, Jackson's not about to lose his job uh, if he loses these games, whereas uh, Ian Foster um, is. So uh, different um, intensities for these um, two, two, but they should be still obviously cracking um, games there. Um, Argentina, Australia, Argent, um, Australia really um, they come off the back of that series loss to England, wasn't it? Um, I've gone blank. I think it was a series loss. He says, um, I should know these kind of things. Um, yeah, um, losing the second two tests um, to England, 17-25 and 17-21. So look, they'll be looking at some uh, bouncing back um, against um, the uh, um, against Argentina. Argentina off the back of that um, uh, 2-1 victory over Scotland uh, in that series. So um, look, it should be, uh, again, interesting one there between those two. Um, could uh, so, so two look cracking games. Um, I don't think either of them with major sort of favourites um, <coughs> in in that, um, I think both of them could go uh, um, could go uh, either way. We'll put out my predictions um, over this uh, week's. Check out the uh, NZ Sport, uh, so, um, Patreon.com for slash NZ Sport Radio um, for um, that one. So that's the international rugby all wrapped up. Um, look, I took a weekend off um, from rugby to be honest with you, so I didn't catch. Any of the Farrah Palmer Cup ones. I had my daughters um, this weekend. But so we'll just quickly run through those results then. In the Premiership, big, big result for Bay of Plenty. Bay of Plenty beating Auckland 7-3. to three. Low scoring one, obviously, but a cracking win for um, Bay of Plenty Very uh, for them. Also in the Premiership, um, as expected, uh, the um, Man of Two Cyclones got downed by Counties, 13-19. to uh, 19. Um and uh, finally, Wellington lost to Waikato 16-23. So the champions there um, picking up the uh, the win. From a table's point of view, um, Canterbury, who had a bye, um, still top of that table with two wins. Um, but just one point behind them, also on two wins, both Waikato and Bay of Plenty. So tight at the uh, the top there um, for that one. Currently, Manu with two um, with three losses from three games, sitting uh, at the bottom with just two points um, yet to get off the mark. <coughs> um, on to uh, the um, uh, championship um, side of things. Um, and uh, Tasman um, beat um, Taranaki 27-17. to Otago Spirit beat Northland 39-10. to Big win there for Otago. Um, talk looking at uh, uh, promotion. Uh, Northland uh, had their ups and downs as to... Um, uh, as to where they're, where, where they're sitting uh, and would have hoped to be one of the challenges, you'd think, um, in this one. 
uh, this season. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case. So, and then North Harbour being down by Hawks Bay five to thirty-two. So in that table, then um, Otago, the only unbeaten team at the top there with two wins. Um, and then a real logjam in the mid-table with Hawks Bay, Northland, Tasman, and North Harbour, all with a win and a loss, um, all within one point of each other. Uh, and then Taranaki at bottom there with no wins um, so far. Remember, Southland don't take part in this competition. So Otago Spirit looking like the strongest team uh, down there in the um, championship. Uh, this coming weekend, um, look, uh, I'll be honest, not sure where I'm going to be this weekend because um, Boa obviously has been... Uh, a regular um, uh, guest uh, on the show. Uh, his team at Manukau Rovers uh, won their semi-final uh, at the weekend. So they will be now um, finding it out for the Gallagher Shield, which is the uh, premier club um, competition in Auckland. Um, so they'll be at the final um, this weekend up against Ponsonby, playing at Eden Park. Um, also, um, that'll be part of a triple header um, at the weekend up at Eden Park because the Auckland's, Auckland Storm also take on Manawa 2 um, Cyclones in the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup. Um, before that, though, on Saturday, you've got Counties taking on Canterbury. And then at the same time as the Auckland game, we've also got Waikato versus Bay of Plenty. So three premiership games there on the Saturday. I will be at one of those, um, I would have thought. Um, but uh, so I might be at the club game instead uh, and uh, head off to the club rooms for celebration drinks or or so, or I'd say I'm going to see how I juggle that this weekend. Um, also, on Saturday, we've got Northland versus Hawks Bay. Really important game there for Northland um, if they're going to be uh, challenging for the uh, for the title uh, on that one. Taranaki on um, host Otago. That's going to be a good, uh, a comfortable win for Otago, you think. Uh, and Tasman against North Harbour again. Another good game there on um, Sunday. Uh, it's like real <coughs> close in the middle of that table of um, the uh, championship. Um, the uh, Bunnings MPC kicks off this weekend. And as Simon said earlier on, uh, it kind of uh, gets a bit, um, well, it's going to be hard. I, I can't see getting much coverage this week because everyone's going to be focusing on the All Blacks, especially the situation they're in right now. Um, and so all, all the media will be looking at that. Um, I can't see uh, the Bunnings is going to basically fly under the radar. Uh, it's going to be difficult to get much coverage of um, Bunnings, which is really a shame. Um, so kicking off the same weekend as you're kicking off the Rugby Championship, probably a poor choice um, there. Simon, you're probably quite right. But it kicks on on Friday night, Manor 2 against Canterbury. Now remember also this year, the Bunnings NPC doesn't have a championship premiership. It's one whole competition. Um, so uh, we have our 10 rounds of, um, oh, sorry, nine rounds uh, before we head into a quarterfinal, semi-final and final um, final. So uh, the same, still over that, still 12 weekend um, uh, one there um, with that. I say Friday night, Manu two against Canterbury. You expect Canterbury um, to uh, to take the um, the lead there. Um, in, really cool, uh, interesting game on Saturday. We've got the Counties Manicow versus uh, Targa. So that double header along with the uh, Farrah Palmer Cup game. Waikato against Hawks Bay again, another double header with that um, with the with um, the uh, the Farrah Palmer Cup game, and then Auckland versus North Harbour Battle of the Bridge. So that triple header at Eden Park um, going to be a big um, weekend there with the Farrah Palmer Cup at two o'clock. Actually, the um, um, I'm guessing that's uh, the 
what's the word I'm thinking about the the um, the club game could be the one in between uh, those two. So maybe uh, uh, so be interesting to see how uh, that is scheduled uh, there for that one. On to Sunday then, um, Tasman versus Southland. Obviously, Tasman, um, well, about two South Island teams there, but Tasman, clearly the uh, the stronger of those historically. Taranaki, Northland, it should be a, uh, should be a decent game. Um, and then also Wellington hosting Bay of Plenty. So those are your Sunday games. Now, the because we've got nine rounds, they still want to play 10 games in the uh, regular season. We have got Storm Weeks. So there will be a midweek game next week. Um, so not this Wednesday, but the following Wednesday, Manawa 2 will back up and play Auckland. Um, so both Samantha so 2 Friday to Wednesday in Auckland, obviously it's Saturday to Wednesday there. So a quick turnaround for Auckland traveling down to um, Palmy um, for um, that um, game. So, um, so yes, yeah, so it's going to be uh, so that all kicks off this weekend. Um, as uh, LB says, yeah, weird choice um, scheduling at the same time as every championship. Uh, this is the time of year that the Curry Cup used to be held. Um, so the Curry Cup has obviously moved earlier or moved earlier in the year this year um, with the whole season in South Africa really kind of uh, changing because of their move up of the Super Rugby, what used to be Super Rugby teams now being URC, um, the um, uh, Ultimate Rugby Championship um, uh, thing up there. So, um, uh, so yeah, so interesting that that's, uh, that, that's that, that I said their, their season obviously has changed to accommodate that. Um, obviously, uh, we'll uh, say I'll hope to be at one of those double headers or one of those triple headers <coughs> up in uh, um, on, on Saturday. Sorry, um, for games, but as you can tell, I've got a bit of a cough and a bit of a head cold, so um, the uh, obviously need to have got rid of that by the weekend if I'm uh, going to be able to go to uh, and cover um, those games. So, there you go, that's uh, all from me tonight. Um, we have a bit of a head cold, a bit of a sore throat now, and uh, having talked constantly now for 35 minutes. <laughs> I will be back on Monday um, to uh, with the Driving Wall Show. Obviously, we'll talk about the uh, games I was at, I've been at the weekend. Also, we'll talk about the uh, international games um, as well, uh, and any other sort of major repercussions that have happened off the pitch. Um, that's uh, from a mainly from a, a Kiwi point of view, as you've come to expect. Um, but thank you everyone who's joining the live chat. Thank you everyone who's uh, listened to the podcast as well. Don't forget to head over to patreon.com forward slash NZ Sport Radio if you would like to support the show um, and uh, also get access to uh, my uh, predictions and also my, um, what's the other thing I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, some also some uh, uh, Patreon only um, shows uh, and opinion pieces um, as well. If you're over there and are a Patreon and would like an opinion piece on anything, then uh, just drop me a message and uh, let me know and I will uh, knock one out for you and let you know what's up. Uh, uh, what uh, my, my thoughts are on that rugby topic uh, and um, hope you all have a fantastic week and stay safe folks here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 